He'll make it for sure. That's why I backed him on Tap Touch. You got the touch. You got the power. Got the touch? Choose Tap Touch. Better your bet. Download the app today. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1-800-858-858. Hey, team. Welcome back. Another week of footy flies by, and with so much to dissect, who better than two blokes who you'd happily let the other team use for fill-up numbers to go through it? Get comfortable and enjoy the listen. Yes, hello and welcome back to another episode of the Footy Yard. I'm Hayden Arducci, as always, joined by Matthew Arrowsmith. Matthew. Oh, yes! We're back, we've done it! Tell me something I don't know about you. Oh, look, um, I don't know. Oh. I think you know everything. Awesome, well, it's great to have you here. How are you going? Oh, look, I'm very well. How are you? I'm, I'm good, I'm buzzing. Um, the thing that's got me most excited is obviously it's six thirty in the morning. Yeah, that's not what's got me excited, but it's always great to seize the day, carpe yes. DM and all that. Yeah. Um, but this is probably our last morning recording. Thank Jesus Christ. Yeah, because we're currently in that weird stage of it's either dead at night or early hours in the morning. Yeah. But baby, we're doing it. We're we're getting to our Monday time slot. Fix it in, lock it in. Hayden's actually quitting his job, so somewhat no, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> we're both quitting our job to focus yeah, on the podcast. This is actually my job. Yeah, I take um, the pl- the money that Tap Touch gives us that I'm very <laughs> thankful for. I reinvest it into Tap Touch. And then I make a living off of that. If Tab Touch are listening, we don't do that. <laughs> I do. Okay. But I do it responsibly. Okay. Call Gambler's Help on 1-800-858-858. If you don't, gee, pretty good round of footy. Yeah, it was. It was a real, real good round of footy. Uh, and, and I'd imagine the highlight for you, as we were talking about on the way here, was um, the moment that the Collingwood game had finished and I'd received a text from my mother saying... Is Matt at the CAS? <laughs> and a photo of you from behind. And I said, Mother, if you think you've seen Matt, you've seen Matt. <laughs> it's that simple. There's no mistake in that, man. I was pretty up and about. Um, yeah, it was a big night. Yeah. It was a big night. On, on the Cokes? Yeah. Yeah, on the on the old Diet Cokes. Yeah. In fact, after the game, I was like, I can treat myself to a to an alcoholic beverage now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was walking around the casino yeah. and I just run into a Collingwood supporter. We'd embrace each other. Yeah. I'd go, up the floor, he goes, oh, give me a hug, brother. <laughs> okay. Was it was it the same one multiple times or was this no, just a one-off? No, a few different ones. Oh, yeah. I love that. Um, the strangest part of the night, yeah. and maybe your parents told you about this because I was there. So the Collingwood game finishes. I'm on this euphoric high after yeah. a fantastic win. And... There's this stage up the front, and Chad Willingham yeah. just pops up there with some bloke and, like, essentially does a Q&A with this guy for, like, half an hour, just starts talking about the Collingwood 2010 Premiership and the grand final draw and I'm like, what's going on? Did you tell him that you got his international... <laughs> shh, I didn't tell him that I know him very well. Okay. Yeah, because he would have known that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I thought you knew about that when Dad told me that was on. They should have... Opened. No, it was hell random. That, that stage was set up from, like, the start of the game, and no, I'm like, what the fuck's going they on? They should have opened that to the floor. Like, they should have. Like, who wants, to, who wants to question him? The one part that you might like and find quite funny, and for the listeners as well, um, obviously they asked him when he 
why he left Collingwood and why he came back to Perth. He goes, oh, obviously, I uh, loved it Collingwood, but I had a few family reasons. I had to come back to Perth. And, um, you know, I'm going to be honest, the Dockers offered me a lot more money and a lot more years, but I thought, fuck that. And I was <laughs> like, wow, wee. That's good. Uh, um, if, you, if you could have asked him one question, what would it have been? Like, if they put it around to the crowd and said, everyone can get one question. Um, I probably would have asked something about Mick Malthouse. Not... Is it true that your dad owns the tyre <laughs> repair shop in Beckenham next to the old Blockbuster, now Burmese World Mini Mart? Look, if, if you had a message me and said that, I probably would have gone with that. That would have been my one question if I was there. That's a, that's a good call. Um, then afterwards, they handed out two grand final tickets with accommodation and flights and stuff. Um, they did a draw, so if you used your crown card that night. And I thought, that was such a good night. I'm, sure, I'm going to win this. Yeah. yeah, I didn't win. Did you use your crown card? Yeah, during the night, yeah. I, can't, I I lost mine ages ago. What What's the benefits of a crown card? Uh, so if you, you get f- discount on food and drink whenever you use it and you get points. So eventually you get enough points, you'll get like a $5 table play or something. So or it's like an everyday rewards card. Sort of, will yeah. you? I'd say it works better than an everyday rewards card. I don't know. The other day, right, I only had a little bit of money left in my bank account because oh. it, was, it was a Monday or a Sunday and I get paid on Tuesdays. I only had a little bit left. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh. Geez, this is going to be tight. Swipe my Woolies reward card. Got $15 off my groceries. Oh. <laughs> you little beauty. You little ripper. Wow. So they obviously do work. Um, yeah, that's all I've really got to ask you before I, I get just a bountiful amount of information from you with the news as long as you're ready for I'm that. I'm ready. All right, roll the sting. Hello, welcome back. Uh, starting off with uh, some news. Yeah. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. Uh, I, no. <laughs> I, oh, I, no. I. Let, let me readjust my. I'm not ready for news. Isaac Rankin. Yeah. Um, crows off of the highest ever contract to Isaac Rankin. What a what, silly. I'm yep. not on board. Is it? Four mil over five years? Something like that. Like, Isaac Rankin's good, and yeah. if he'll add something to the Crows, but he's not worth that. That is, yeah, it's preposterous. It's ludicrous. It's featuring mystical. Yeah, ludicrous is absolutely the word for it. You've got Josh Rochelle. Like, uh. you've got Jimmy Rowe. You've got Ned McHenry. You've got small forwards. Sure, maybe none of no, them. No, we got Bobby Hill. Yeah, maybe none of them are as exciting or as talented or... <coughs> Or, you know, as good as Isaac Rankin, but I reckon you're probably better off just holding on to them and maybe trying to get, I don't know, a gun mid or a gun key position. Uh, also, some other news, 67 players receiving the draft combine invite. Yep. You'd be real excited about this. Yeah, I was actually so stiff that I didn't get one this really? year. Yeah. I trained super hard as well. Really? But, um, yeah, th- this is the first uh, combine. I got mine. Did you? No. Okay. Um, I got my uh, no, I didn't get mine. Um, this is the first one since 2019. Yeah. So um, that's pretty exciting. National combine. I'm more of a state combine kind of guy. Just get a, a lot of people in, and they also get super niche when they do the state combine. You're allowed to go and watch the state combine. Uh, probably if I ask. Nice. I'm sure it's just at a public venue that you can just sort of plonk outside. Yeah, they're not locking it and closing off doors and stuff, are they? Yeah, I doubt it. Um, Toby Green season over with a fractured thumb, so he obviously uh, started the season suspended, finished it injured, 
kicked a few goals in between, didn't he? Yep. That, that sort of describes it. <laughs> Dead right. Um, Brody Grundy season over, unfortunately, with yep, an ankle so stress fracture. He's played his last game for Collingwood. I wouldn't have thought so. Oh, we'll get uh, to that. Yeah. Uh, Koshy yep. comes out, wants Kent Tingley and everyone at the club to turn around and watch out as he prepares for club review. Now, Koshy's copped a lot of flaps. I like it. Yeah. I like the aggression. I hope he did this on Sunrise. Uh, it was on, no, it was on um, 5AA Radio, Adelaide no, Breakfast Radio. No one in the club's going to listen to that. I want him <laughs> to tell everyone, is it Sunrise that he does? Yeah. Maybe during the weather report he goes, hold on a sec. Yeah. Just before you jump into the weather. <laughs> I want him to tell everyone at the club, boys, Watch tune, in at su- tune in to Sunrise. I've got a very important <laughs> club announcement, but I want the world to know, 6.20am, <laughs> tune in, Carl Stefanovic is breaking the news. Is he still on that? It was, He's is on that the, the other one. Uh, was he ever on Sunrise? No. They, they, they're interchangeable to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's Fair the enough. other one? Today Show. The Today Show. Yeah, I think they did a whole like twenty minute segment on Olivia Newton John, rest in peace, uh, Dane Olivia Newton John passing away. Sorry. It was you know like six thirty in the morning, twenty minutes of Olivia Newton John just wasn't what I was expecting at that stage in the morning, but you know that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, I think this is a very good move from Kochi. I like it getting getting out and about. He's been coming a lot of flat, and then if he doesn't do this sort of thing, they'll go, "Oh, the president's but, not being hard enough." Yeah, apparently, like in Adelaide, there's been like signs outside the club for like Ken yeah, to get the sack. Yeah. Do you think he'll get sacked? I don't know. I don't think he should. It was like one bad start to a season yeah. where, like, if you take away that bad start, where there's like <coughs> a few games they probably would have won had they lost seven four. games, under twelve points. Yeah. Like, there was games, yeah, close games, lost. Those first five games were just shambles. They probably would have made the eight, and just being in that, like, eight to five range is probably about as good as they are. I don't know, it's pretty stiff. Uh, I'm, I'm happy with Ken to stand, but also, you know, new voice might help, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens there. It's all about changing the staff around the coach. Um, Blues to take Cripps' suspension yeah. to the tribunal. He should get off. It's a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. I didn't even think about the ramifications this could have on the Brown, though. Yeah. I mean, who's going to win it? Probably not Cripper, but geez. But about eight weeks in, everyone was like, well, it's Cripps's. Yeah, but also, geez, with their next two games, they sort of need Paddy Cripps. You real like if they miss the eight, like so if they lose, if they lose to Melbourne, they lost to Collingwood round twenty three. They would have been in the inside the eight the whole season and missed the eight. <laughs> Oh, that's so stiff. And it's almost like, if, you know, when, you, when I was looking at the fixtures, like the dogs are in 10th and they'd almost somewhat be near favourites to make the eight. I know. With two being two games out with two games to go. It's weird. It is a strange, strange season we're having. Yeah, look, I... Yeah, I think Cripps should get off. I don't know what you think about it. I, I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, the team I know he hit him, but like yeah. he's in midair. Yeah, he lands on him when he like. What do you want him to do? In midair, rotate and move. Yeah, the Tim Kelly one was also pretty stiff. Yeah, I understand. I just, uh, I, I'm not sure how I feel about the whole dangerous tackle things. I think they've gone overboard ever since they ended Ryan Nyhouse's career with his suspension. I don't want to talk about it. I'll get too upset. That's fair. He just hasn't been the same. At Welcome tonight. Sorry. Hey, go on. No, Anything else? No, that, that's all. All right. Yeah. And that's all for news? Yes. Uh, don't worry, I've brought some. Um, Josh Kennedy retires. Yeah. Again. Unfortunately. The second Kennedy to retire. How do we go from two Kennedys to none inside oh. a week? Oh, we've still got Adam Kennedy. 
Yeah, but and two Matt Josh Kennedy. Kennedys. Yeah, are. well, you need to specify. Sorry, that. I'll get. Like, they're the only Kennedys that matter anymore. Oh, Matt Kennedy. Look, sometimes that's stiff. That's outright. That's the worst call. I'm just too upset. That's all fair. Right? Um, I like th- th- he's almost definitely just like had to wait a week. Like I reckon <laughs> he's known, and then the other Josh well, Kennedy's retired. He he's was going to try come back, but unfortunately, yeah. he injured himself in the VFL on the weekend, and yeah, I think it was season ending. He went, well, I guess I'll have to retire. Yeah, guess I'll call it a day. Yeah. Um, so, some other news I've got here. Oh, Apologies. sorry, just cut me off. I was just no, no, I was trying I to make it interchanging. Okay. Um, there's just some news here. Um, look. Some trade news. Yeah. Which I know you, you love your trade news. I froth it at the bit. Um, another club's joined the Josh Dunkley chase. Apparently Brisbane are in the mix. Jeez, aren't Brisbane just around for everyone? Because haven't I got a bit of news? A bit of back and forth. Uh, a bit of who did, um, who did uh, Kyrgios play in the Wimbledon final? Djokovic. Yep, a bit of Djokovic, Kyrgios here, back and forth. i got a double, triple whammy for you. Obviously, Buddy to Brisbane. That's one. Um, <coughs> Brody Grundy to Melbourne. That's ridiculous. That, apparently, it. it's in good stages. Well, apparently, if the, if he's well, that clearly means Luke Jackson is definitely gone. Yeah. Um, and then the third and arguably biggest out of all of those, Fremantle is sniffing around Elliot Himmelberg. Wow. Yeah, but well, uh, what, what are your thoughts on those three trades? I uh, I don't mind any of them. I I just can't see the Grundy one happening because. Like, what, why would you want to pay someone his salary again? Yeah. Like, let's, like, as good as Cameron and Cox have been, he's still the better option. Oh, yeah. And I feel like it's like, oh, Colin, we've won 11 in a row. If we'd won, like, three of the last 11, it'd be like, gee, they need Grundy. Grundy's the problem. Like, <laughs> they're, they're lucky he doesn't come back into that side because they would lose their winning streak. Yeah. They would end it. Um, yeah, I think the the thing is, whenever I see an AFL post and it says, like, who the source is... I just never trust it. There's no like, ge- there's no genuinely trustworthy AFL like media source in the sense that like, I don't follow NBA much, but I know there's this bloke called like with some Polish surname and everyone just calls him Wodge. Apparently, he's supposed to be pretty trustworthy. Soccer has um, Fabrizio Romano, who every time he says here we go on a deal, then it's happening. Footy doesn't have anyone where they say a deal's gone through and you're like, this is actually happening. Yeah. It's just like, oh, okay, you've just heard this on the grapevine and now you're tweeting it. He's going. And then like next week, oh, he signed with his club. Yeah. Like, oh, dust, Dusty to Sydney is done. It's ticked <laughs> off. That was eight years ago, but it's ticked <laughs> off. Like, it's happening. Um and Yeah, I, I don't understand that one. Buddy to Brisbane's a weird one. Yeah, straight, and straight away, like... Brisbane came out like, don't know what you're talking about, but he was like, what? Like, yeah. So, I don't know. But it's happening. It's happening, yeah. It's locked in, ready to go. He'll sign on a one-year extension with Sydney, but... Um, Jake Lloyd yet to sign, so there's a few, few rumours around Jack Lloyd. Yeah. That he could be heading elsewhere. The 22 under 22 came out. It did. And Paul Curtis wasn't an option. Wow. That's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I was upset. Yeah, well, clearly... Um, and West Coast were the only team not to not to have anyone. See that. Which is pretty depressing for a team that's 17th. Yeah, it's worrying, isn't it? Yeah, that you don't have anyone there. Uh, Harry Edwards, unbelievably robbed. Anything else in the news? I know you're a big Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody fan. Yeah. Um, he considered a comeback 
uh, bid months after his shock retirement, but a return is now viewed as unlikely, unfortunately. That's so fucked. Essendon was aware of uh, Tipper's interest in potentially returning in the off-season to train under certain fitness markers. However, the brilliant goal kicker and former Bomber fan favourite told AFL.com.au this week he was not pursuing a return. Well, why put this as a story? Piss off. Yep. Man considered... Man retires, stays retired. Yep. Buddy, he thought about it. This is news. That that reminds me, you talk about those fitness markers. Um, neither of us really follow NBA that much, but I, I'm sure you would have seen that thing about either Zion or Zion Williamson, and he has that contract where if he gets any amount, like weight over a certain limit, he starts losing money in his contract. Oh, dear. Yeah, do you reckon they start dishing that out in the AFL? Fuck. Maybe. Like, if you reach over this amount of body fat, just start losing money for your contract, and then all all the players just become elite. I'd, have to be, I'd be paid zero, I reckon. Well, yeah, but you're also not a professional athlete, and I think that's maybe where the difference lay. Oh, I mean, I could be. Yeah, well, you know, if you were paid to... If I wanted to be. Like, yeah, no, exactly. I'm not I'm not, I'm not. not saying you I couldn't be. Uh, you absolutely could be. Should we get into the round review? Okay. Awesome. Melbourne, 13-11-89, uh, defeated by Collingwood, 15-6-96. Oh, my God, does Collingwood know how to win by more than two goals? (laughs) Do they know how to? Mate, I don't even know how we knew how to win this one. Melbourne dominated the first half. Should have been eight goals up. Yeah. And then I was like, even, it was weird. It's three-quarter time. We're down by seven points. I'm like, we're going to win this. Yeah, at about halftime, I saw the score. I meant, you know, it looks like it's over. But (laughs) also, it really isn't. Um, And then I only got to see the last quarter because I was at work. And um, I just thought, you know, uh, been off efficiency. This is way more important than working hard. Oh, of course. So I had that sort of just in the background. I was listening. I was watching. And my word, Ash Johnson turned it on that, this guy. That man is so insane. Yeah, Ash Johnson was just electric. Uh, the tackling pressure in this game was Yeah, unreal. Jamie Elliott really turned me on. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, they've clearly just heard Ed Langdon's comments. And they've just... Oh, put, they lined him up early. they put photos of... I love that. I love that they've just gone... I wonder if that was a direct message from Craig McRae, if it was like an unspoken thing, or if someone in the WhatsApp group has just sent that in. And Maynard looked re- like he was going to kill someone. Yeah, like, I reckon someone sent that in, and then Maynard said, I'm going to put that bloke in the meat wagon. <laughs> and that wasn't even his best tackle for the night. No, it was... Unbe- <laughs> like, the tackling pressure... Uh, obviously, only saw the last quarter. I saw a lot of you know other moments throughout. Afterwards, the tackling pressure was just insane in that it game. Was insane. That's what football's all about. That's what turns me on. Oh, look! It got it certainly got me up and about. I can I only imagine eleven on the trot. 11, 12, 11. 11. Yeah, that's. I just yeah, it's very. Collingwood are winning the flag. Yep. Yeah, well, I might as well just go all in now. Flag plus. Oh, now you've done it. No, nah, five more. How much more do you reckon that Mason Cox life-size color <laughs> signed by Trey Rusco is going to be? If Trey Rusco gets in the team for the flag, then it's going to be worth millions. Trey Rusco played two games so and was very good, but it just can't. When you've got a good side yeah. like that. I didn't realise Nathan Murphy was like 22. He's a, He's been unreal. Yeah. He's a freak. He was in the 22 under 22, and I, oh. thought, I thought that bloke was 30. Yeah, like even when he popped up last year for the first time, I was like, it just felt like he was, like, 28. He also does look quite old, but uh, I, I just thought, wow, he's he just feels like he's been on their list for a decade and just played every bit part game, but he really hasn't. Um, Hawthorne, 10-10-70, defeating Gold Coast, 8-15-63. 
Um, obviously, this was just a grudge match between Sam Mitchell and Stuart Dew um, after the 2008 grand final. <laughs> they just wanted to prove who was the best uh, footballer as a whole. And Sam Mitchell, he's just shown his coaching class. He's shown what he's capable of. And I can't wait to see it next year when we win the flag. Yeah, should be good. Should be good. Yep. Um, the Orange team, 14-12-96, defeating Essendon 10-9-69. The, the biggest moment from this game is just Kelly Underwood's commentary. It was. I, yeah. I will say, a big, big fan of Mark McVeigh. Yeah, look. He comes out and gets oh, angry yeah. and everyone goes, well, you shouldn't be doing that. Then then he do, if he doesn't do it, they're like, oh, he's, a, he's soft. He's too soft. He's too light on the face. Nah, rip into him. Get yeah. into him. I like it. I was like, that boy's definitely going to be an assistant coach somewhere next year because they'll be like, I like him. Yeah, I like his tenacity. Um, yeah, this is, you know, just GWS got the win. Um, Essendon just sort of disappeared in such good form and then GWS is such bad form and it just somehow collided at the same time and created an opposing result. I don't know if the words I just said actually mean anything, but I was just trying to find a way to get back to Kelly Underwood's commentary. I don't like to highlight this very much in this show because a lot of people make commentary woes, and I feel like Kelly Underwood sometimes unfairly gets, uh, you know, a, a lot of the abuse. What the hell? Yeah. What, what What the hell? That was just... It's <laughs> not good. Oh, that was horrendous. Uh, Bulldogs 11-12-78, defeated by 3 0 14 Flag Mantle's back on. Flag Mantle's back on. It's back. Put, put up the banners. They've got a big derby win this week, and then Flag Mantle's back on. Top four's back on. It is back on. Yeah, I agree. I can. They're back. Would you rather finish fourth and get the double chance, or fifth and get the home final? Fourth every day. Of the week. You, mate, the home final at Optus. You get a second week if you lose. If you win, you get a prelim at home. Oh, true, but that's tough, mate. They're going to be playing Geelong in Geelong. Actually, they've got a good record there if they finish yeah. fourth. I like. I don't it. think it'll be in Geelong only because. I heard that some Renault's going on, so they won't be able to play it there. But to be fair, I think whoever Geelong play, it should have to be in Geelong. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much crowd you can fill up. Yeah. Oh, only three people? Okay. Yeah, okay. We played a whole season behind closed yeah. doors. I'm sure we can cut one game. Put the grand final there. Um, speaking of, Geelong 17-8, 110, <laughs> defeating St Kilda 10-5-65. Christ, they're pretty scary, Geelong. And I yeah. just, it just, I uh, have this, you know, this little thing gnawing away in my head saying, they'll bottle it. St Kilda are scary too. Scary shit? Yeah. Just, <laughs> they, like, uh, the they're scary to watch. The difference between their best and worst Even when they scary. win, I just go, ooh. Yeah. It's just never good. Yeah. Even when they play well against a good team, it never just, it's it, just it, all yeah. shit. I don't where's, know. where's Max King going? He oh. was kicking five a game at the start of the season, and now they just defend against him. St Kilda start fun. Nah. Yeah, probably even worse if you're a St Kilda fan, to be fair. Probably. Um, yeah, like, there's just this thing gnawing away in my head where, based off the stats, based off the record, Geelong are heavy favourites to win the flag, but in my head, they're just no chance. Look. They just always find a way to bottle it. They do. It's going to be interesting to see how the last two weeks unfold and then into the finals. Yes. Fracay. Fracay? Yes. <laughs> Go to the next game. <laughs> <laughs> Port 10, 11, 71, defeated by Richmond, 16, 13, 109. Richmond. They're back. They're back. Finals are on. Flag Tigers. Look, Flagman. Mm. It could be happening. Mm, I don't know about that I still that think one. the Tigers can win the flag. 
Oh, I feel like anyone in the eight can win the flag except Carlton. If Carlton are in the eight. If, yeah, George Hewitt's got us to come back. Um, North, 13-10, 88, defeated by Sydney, 18-18, Look, North would be pretty happy with the amount they scored. I'll tell you that much. Mate, they're winning this week. Ben Cunnington's back. Yeah, that's huge. They've, they've won. That's so huge. Um, um, it feels a bit like, and not to put anything past Ben Cunnington's quality, but, uh, or his recovery, also, it feels like he's played one game coming back from, you know, cancer treatment in the twos, and now they're like, yeah, you can get a gig in the ones. It feels like they're just fast-tracking him because he wants to retire at the end of the season. I hope, I hope that's not the case. Yeah. I hope he comes back next season and gets All-Australian. Uh, we can only hope. Brisbane, 17-12, 114, defeating Carlton, 12-9, 81. Uh, wow, Carlton just <laughs> didn't rock up. They didn't, and then all of a sudden they did. Yeah. They got it back to, like, three goals with three minutes to go, and everyone was like, hold on, and then Brisbane went, let's kick three quick goals. Yeah, Lockie Neal. I feel like I'm changing my answer every week. Where's he in the Brownlow equations? He's probably favourite now. Yeah, like, I feel like it keeps changing, but I can't deny Took. You cannot deny Took. I'd love to see Took win. Andy, Andy Brasher would seem to the firm favourite, and then he's just sort of slowly... Dropped off to just be a good player. Not just a good player, but not to those heights. And uh, final game, West Coast 13-8, 86 defeated by the Crom 16-6, 102. My word, jo- Josh Kennedy. They just kicks eight. They still can't win. Yeah. I mean, probably because they were only kicking to Kennedy. Well, maybe they should have done it 10 weeks ago. Yeah, but also they still lost. Fuck me. Um, The Foghorn, Darcy Fogarty, unreal. It's about time. Yeah. He's just the big. He's a big little man child, just the way he's built. Um, he loves playing the Eagles. Yeah, well, I feel like everyone would love playing the Eagles. They are seventeen. Even just over the years, he always seems to come good against West Coast. Yeah, I um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be too stressed for West Coast fans that we've seen the last of Kennedy. I would be. I don't know, man. You've got Oscar Allen, got Jack Williams. What more do you need? Bailey Williams hit the post from three centimeters out. That was cool. Bailey Williams is an interesting football player. <laughs> I just. Yeah. He hit the post and three from like literally in the goal, so I went, only you can manage that. <laughs> oh, oh, Bailey. <laughs> you, know, you little ragamuffin. Oh, yeah. So, what do you like? Um, should we get into our votes? Yeah, okay. Okay. Mason Cox did take a mark and kick a goal this week, so you're all good with me giving him at least three votes, yeah? Yeah, as long as Trav Collier gets the four, then I'm all good with that. Trav play on the weekend? I don't know, <laughs> but probably deserve votes in your eyes. <laughs> Tab Touch yeah. Young Player of the Year, let me tell you, Matthew, it's heating up. It is heating up in the Young Player of the Year, I believe. Let me double check. Yeah, there's three blokes who can win it right now. It's warmer than a deep fryer. It's down to three blokes with two more games left. And then in the Player of the Year, oh, mate, there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven people who can win it. That's unbelievable. I'm very yeah. excited to see where this goes and I'm ready to jump into these votes. Okay, who got your one vote? One vote. Uh, I went with Elijah Hollands. Yeah, he's phenomenal and the Nab Rising Star nominee. Yep, uh, one vote. I went with Drizzy. Uh, Drizzy on return. I thought he was spectacular. Kicked a great goal. Loves running on that wing. He's just an unreal player. He got he my is. one vote. 
It's actually exciting and got nominated for goal of the year for this yeah. round. So. Uh, yeah, I, wouldn't, I mean, it was a good goal. Don't know if it's goal of the year. You just year. never know. Uh, yeah, I'll still vote for <laughs> it. Right. Uh, number two, I went with uh, Come Dog Millionaire, Noel Cumberland. Yeah. The big dog. This man's insane. Yeah. This man's off the charts. You can't stop him. Can't stop, won't stop. Um, I went with big JC, Geordie Clark. For two votes, um, had 26 touches. Just great off that halfback flank wing roll. Um, yeah, that's all I've got to say about him. Just uh, a phenomenal game, phenomenal season, two votes. Oh, our close and personal friend, Fast Freddy. Yeah. Three votes, so more under the Fredinator, kicking the big three. So fast, so Fredalicious. I went for East Fremantle, One Day F's, uh, greatest cricketer of all time, Chad Warner. For my three votes, um, 20 disposals, three goals, 11 score involvements. He's just so unreal. He is, wow, the way that Longmire just gets around him after every game, he just knows that they've done so well in drafting him where they have. He is such a good player. I can't believe you've done that because I've got the same. (laughs) That's so huge. Um, I went with big Lige Hollands for four. Unreal game, 23 and two. Yep. Just got to respect that. Who got your five? My five went to Dacos. He yep. was phenomenal. Copped in the ribs with about five minutes to go. And this, he's standing on the bench in a lot of pain. And he says, get off, I need to get back on. Yeah, no, I respect that a lot. I was a bit sceptical of Dacos at the start. Um, but now he's really living up to it. Yeah. He's look. just putting in the hard yards. And he is one of Collingwood's best players already. Yeah, look, I'm a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> like, how does it get better from here? I don't know. I assume he'll win six or seven brown lows. I don't know. Yeah. Um, player of the year, one vote. Yeah, I'm one, went, oh, you go. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start. Sam Petreski, Seaton. Uh, close. Um, I went Max Gorn. I, I thought there was a lot of players who could have in that Melbourne versus Collingwood game. Um, Ash Johnson was one. I feel like he was just very clutch in that last quarter. Um, uh, but I went with Max Gorn. I felt like his performance. He had 31, uh, 10 clearances as well, eight score involvements. I'll tell you what, though, very good. Yeah. The bloke needs to talk out his goal kicking. Yeah. Takes a lot of grabs. And then you're watching him run in and his hands are like moving. Like, I'm like, oh, he's going to miss. Yeah. Like, unless he like randomly landed it's, in the right spot. It's like uh, one of those games. I can't remember if AFL ever had it. But you know how it has like the bar on yeah, the side and the, yeah, the little yeah. needle starts going left to right and you got to try and get it in the middle? That's like what his hands do. Yeah. And he's trying to stop his hands right in the middle. Otherwise, it just sprays. Yeah. I yep. respect it. Um, Seb Clark does the same. He does like a little spinning motion. Does he? With his hands where he just puts the two hands out and starts spinning the ball. I don't know if it's like some voodoo magic thing to try and uh, create good aura around the footy. Bit of interesting news involving Seb Clark. Yeah. Um, you remember ex-Collingwood and West Coast player Brad Dick? Yes. Um, so last night Seb had to play a catch-up game. The reserves had to play a catch-up game, so they played a Wednesday night game. For whatever reason, Brad Dick played reserves and, and Seb had to play on him for 15 minutes. That would have gone great. He said uh, there was one instance when the ball came in and Seb said, oh, I'm taller than him, I'm at the front. I think I got this covered, went over the back. Dick ran onto it, had a snap from the boundary. Fortunately, he missed, so he says, I think I won the contest. Okay, so he didn't get Brad Dicked. He did not get Brad Dicked. Okay, who got your one vote? Uh, my one vote, I went with Jamie Elliott. I thought yep. he was essentially the match winner in that four line for the Pies. Three tackles which were holding the ball to have shots on goal. That's phenomenal. Yep. 
I went with uh, Luke Ryan for my two votes. I thought, unreal game from him. He had 35 touches, 15 marks as well. He like, was good. Just rebounding out the back. He was just, every time the ball went in there, especially towards the end of the game, it seemed like he was always just there, ready to grab the grab the footy with two mitts, like uh, Frio fans could have grabbed their Big Mac with two mitts on Monday after they won. They definitely could have and should have. Yep. Uh, two votes I went with. Shy Bolton. Yep. Nine shots at golf. This bloke could kick straight. Oh, my God. If he could kick straight, he'd be the greatest player we've ever seen. But, yeah. unfortunately, he can't right now. But maybe yet. he will soon. He will. He was phenomenal. Um, I went with Chocky Neal for my three votes. Had 32. 20 contested possessions as well. Like... I don't know. I feel like just cause I, I feel like we take Chucky Neal for granted sometimes with the I must, with the I think he I does. Do. Yeah, like he just uh, what he does for the height he is as well. It's just it's one for the little guys. He's only 176 centimeters. It's one for the little guys, Chucky Neal. So he gets my three votes. Yep, fair enough. Uh, my three votes went with Rory Laird. Yep. He was phenomenal in his 200th game. I think it was kicked two goals with his first two yeah. kicks. And it was just uh, all he was up and about. Yeah, I went with Rory Led for my four votes. Um, he was just unreal. He's been hitting some great form lately. Yeah. I love that him and Sam Berry are the top two tacklers in the league. Um, it's sort of like a, a you know apprentice and his mentor kind of moment between the two, which I really like. I like where the Crows are going, and I like Matty Nix. Yeah, I don't like Isaac Rankine for four mil over five years, but no. um, yeah, and. For Laird, it just feels, you know, a little bit, I'm sure he's not too flat, but disappointing for him, I guess, that he was so outshone in this game. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, is it my four? Yeah, votes? your four. I went with Nick Larkey, kicked yep. the seven in a loss, but yep. he was just inspirational. Yeah, the big suv. If only him and Zerhar could, like, consistently be on. Yeah, if they were consistently on while they win every game. Yeah, those two, Paul Curtis, that's all you need in your yep, forward line. Exactly, Lockett. Uh, five votes. And look, maybe it was just sort of because it was his last game. Who knows? Josh Kennedy, eight goals. Just a great game for me. I went the same. You had to do it. Yeah, you had I, to do it. My arm was twisted. Yeah. Kennedy came to my house when I was writing my votes. He, like, put my arm behind my back. Put, like, a gu- he said, give me the five. You know what else, though? Eliza Riley, yeah. um, writes for the West, yeah, obviously. Okay. Does their player ratings. Gives Kennedy a 9.5 out of 10. Just give him the 10, love. Like, come on. Yeah, Kennedy's got to be up all night about that. Like, seriously. He's going to come back for the derby just because he only got a 9.5 out of 10. Oh, in the, just yeah. come on, Eliza. You're better than that, Liz. Lift. Be better. All right, Re- tell me what's next. Round preview. Okay. You, would you like to preview the round? Would you like to have a look at the round? I can, let's do it. Okay. okay. Um. The first game of the round. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be a blockbuster. Look, it could. St Kilda's finals hopes are on the line. It's at Marvel. St Kilda and Brisbane at Marvel, 5.30pm. I'm excited. What do you think we'll if, see in this one? If I'm St Kilda, I am doing something. I'm not sure what. I'm not going to suggest anything, but something to make Marvel Stadium unavailable this week so the game gets moved <laughs> for the G. <laughs> Why? Because Brisbane can't win at the G. True. You need St Kilda need a win. If it's at Marvel, I don't think that's happening. But also, I don't know. You just don't know with St Kilda. Are they good? Are they bad? I don't know. Who who is good anymore? Brisbane take this one. I've just seen on Seven AFL. This has come five minutes ago. Oh, we got breaking exclusives. Apparently, this is according to Mitch Cleary. Yeah. Apparently Collingwood are willing to pay 300k of Brody Grundy's salary to work out a trade. Which just, yeah, shocks me. 
yeah. that was the case. Well, he's gone. Mate, he's gone. Just why? I just don't get it. That would be a I, that'd be such an interesting ruck duo. Gorn and Grundy. And Grundy. Yeah. Like who rucks? Who goes forward? Yeah. Maybe they put one of them as a key defender. Maybe. Maybe they just double headed beast in the middle. Um but yeah, who who gets your win for Saints Brisbane? I think Brisbane will win. St Kilda should mix it up. I think maybe they should all walk out shirtless. Just to show off the opposition. And walk. Walk out slowly together as a group, maybe play a different song. Okay. Just mix it up. Like, like, what do you got to lose? Let's go. Let's go all in, lads. Like finals, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but like, this is their last chance. So, yep. Um, I did see on the yeah, good boy, good footy energies page. Yeah. Um, I, you probably would have seen as well about the Luke Darcy Sand Darcy thing. Yeah. You a fan of that? About uh, Luke, oh Sam holding Luke on his way out, and they play, they play Circle of Life and they walk out. Yeah, well, it didn't happen. But you would have been a fan. Oh, of course, I would have been a fan. Yeah. There's nothing quite like a son carrying out his father to an AFL game. <laughs> yeah. I reckon they should make that mandatory. <laughs> With the Circle of Life song, uh, the club can choose. <laughs> But I reckon it should be mandatory. Um, Saturday <laughs> fixtures, Bulldogs take on GWS. Yes! 11.45am at Marvel. Now look. Danger, danger, danger! The, the Orange team and the Doggies played a bloody good game last time they played they each did. other. That was like a 120-point each shootout. It was unreal. And Bulldogs, you know, th- this is just another win along the road for them to finals. But after last week, maybe GWS could be on. Maybe they they've just- researched. They just have to get it done, the doggies. Can you imagine if they lose this week and right. Carlton scrape in? <laughs> well, look, St Kilda could still make the eight as well. Oh, no, ridiculous. Uh, oh, yeah. The doggies need to win this one, obviously, and I will back them in to do just that. Fair enough. Uh, the next game of the round, um, probably my favourite. Um, yep. And probably your favourite as well. Because, Absolutely. Um, obviously, um, we love this one. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, I'm excited. It's You've the really almighty gold. No. I've, where, what am I reading? What are you reading? It's Adelaide versus North Melbourne. 12 10 oh, p.m. Sorry. at Adelaide. Well, there is a typo in the next game. I see. Is there? GWS are playing again. They're playing oh, yeah. a double header. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Adelaide versus North Melbourne. 12 10 this p.m. at Adelaide. Yeah, 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 skip that one. North win. Ben Cunnington's back. Yep. Now I'm lost. Who does Gold Coast play this week? Uh, let me find out. Gold is Coast. It, is it Essendon? No, they've got Port. Oh, no, I'm lost. Gold Coast this <laughs> Gold week. Gold Coast play. They play Geelong. Oh, that's Metricon. the G. Yep. Um, they probably would have rather play in GWS. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, Geelong. Yeah, Geelong. <laughs> um, Melbourne versus Carlton, 5.25pm at the G. Could it just be an absolute Saturday night blockbuster? I think Melbourne win. Carlton have it all on the line. They do. They've Melbourne will be angry. Melbourne are going to be. Melbourne are going to be nice and pissed off. I reckon Cripps suspension gets upheld just for one week. Yeah. And then Matt Owies wins them the game. If Carlton win, then Melbourne and Jeopardy are falling out the four. Yeah, but Carlton have it all to play for. They do. If they lose. Yeah, Medicare definitely needs to cover free therapy for Carlton fans. Saturday night blockbuster, Derby at Optus Stadium. This is what I've been saying needs to happen. But then we've been saying these things happen, and then as soon as it's close to shit, it'll probably be rubbish too. They'll go, ha, 
Saturday night time. Yeah. Dogs. To be fair, I can't remember <coughs> the last derby that was actually pretty good. There probably right. has happens, been one recently. It happens sometimes. It does. But it last always, year. The free, the free West Coast close. That was close. Oh, yeah, with 3 one Yeah, it's yeah. a kick goal of the year. Yeah, that was a great game. Yeah. Um, but it feels like free or West Coast always managed to, other than that little period in like 2014, 13, 15 era, where it didn't matter because Hawthorne won everything. That, that feels like the only period where they've both been good at the same time. Otherwise, it always feels like one's coming as the other's going. They have this, like, circle thing where one one starts going shit while the other starts getting good, and then they have their premiership window, and then the, yeah, it's just vice versa. See how it always feels between these two teams. Who are you tipping? Uh, Fremantle. Freo by 108 points. Uh, then Richmond and Hawthorne. This one's a belter. Yeah. Uh, last time they played towards the end of the season, it was a draw. So, exciting times. I don't think that'll happen again. I think Richmond will win. But, gee, wouldn't mind the draw. I think Jack Rewalt, after the throw, kicks him a high and win the game. Okay, yep. Sydney versus Collingwood, 1.20pm at the SCG. Could be a belter. Should be a belter. Um, big game. Collingwood win. They they lock in a top four spot. They lose. They could still fall out of the four. Yep. I really would love the Pies just to get this one. Then I don't care what the rest of the season. Okay, for the rest of the no, season. the rest of the home and away season. Oh, so one more game. Yeah, yep. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, yep, Colling would get done. And that would help the Dockers as well. It would. I Look, something's telling me. I think Sydney could be the team to end it. They definitely could be. It feels like with all the form, a lot of teams it's to come to Collingwood's form. But you got to tip the Pies. I'm going to tip Sydney. <laughs> You did Melbourne last week though, didn't you? Yep. So maybe it's a good thing. It's a good, good thing. I yeah, I think they just um they do this one for Kurt Tippett. <laughs> or Nick Malcheski. Nah, just for Tipper. Oh, I'd said Tipper, mate, not Malcheski. And Ben McGlynn. Yeah, obviously. And Lewis Roberts Thompson. All right, now we're getting out of hand. Final game of the round. Essendon versus Port, two forty PM at Marvel Stadium, the Wanganine Derby. Um, wow, couldn't this be something? Couldn't this just be absolutely huge? I would have thought so, man. This guy's gonna be poo. Yeah, just the old, the old dead rubber. How many dead rubbers do we have this round? Is that the only one? Uh, yeah. Geelong Gold Coast pretty much is. Yeah. Well, it is essentially, but at least one team did the eight. But like, yeah, this is the only team, uh, the only game that's an absolute dead rubber. I um, think Port get it done. I'm just gonna say Essendon for the hell of it. <laughs> um, wow, what a what a week of footy we have ahead of us, and what a morning it's been! What a great way to start the morning. This is sunrise. Get uh, your rice your, bubbles your, out. You probably won't be listening to this at this stage in the morning. Oh well, then whenever you're listening to it, namaste. Enjoy your day, whether it's night, afternoon, morning. Yep. Whether it's midnight, whether it's three a.m., whether it's eight a.m., whether it's ten a.m. Those those are all classified under the. <laughs> We're on all occasions podcast. Yeah, play it at your bar mitzvah, play it at your birthday. Yeah, play it at your you know your local cricket club. Yeah, get them. Yeah, you know you get it. Uh, Would you play this at your local cricket club wind up? Um, yes. I imagine people go turn this shit off. Yeah. (coughs) Uh, yeah. You just can't listen to the haters. (laughs) I was going to say something, but I got really enthralled into your um your big passionate speech, but. Yeah, I guess guess the rice bubbles out. Get get the rice bubbles out. Uh, probably a little bit late now at the end of the episode to tell you to get your rice bubbles out and listen. Start it on. Start it over again. Get, we got ones back. Go go listen to a historic podcast. Go listen to season one, episode eight. I think half of the season one and two episodes aren't on Spotify. Well, I don't think they are. Because, uh, because, they're somewhere because we changed. Um, 
No, I think they're still there. Uploaders. I think they're still there. Are you sure? Look, I'm going to find out right now. Let's find out right now because I think this is something that the listeners need to know. I I could. They definitely all got removed off Spotify because we changed uh, the providers. They're definitely still on something because I've seen it. Um, it might still be on iTunes. Maybe they're still on the old Apple. Yeah, but I just keep scrolling. I don't think they're on Spotify. I guess that's well, just. Finals week two with Michael Fredericks there. Yeah, I think... Finals week one. Hey, I did finals week two with Michael Fredericks. Yeah, I was really flat about that. I copped gastro, like... So it's not on Spotify. I get that. Okay, I'm sorry. I lied to everyone. But if you're on Apple, go check it out because I've got a feeling... Okay. Are we just going to keep doing this till you find them? I mean, yeah, because, I mean, this is an audio platform. Yeah. Um, and what what else do the people have to do? Let's be honest. Eat their rice bubbles. Yeah, that's, you can do. Well, I'm giving him time now. Give, you were told to get the rice bubbles now. Yeah, okay. get the rice bubbles there now if you haven't already. Matt's going on a I, tangent, baby. Okay, look, they're gone. All right, yeah. the, they were there at one point. I promise you, because I found it. I was like, oh, it is still there. Yeah, I maybe they come and go as they please. Yeah, if you message us um, and pay the right amount of money, we will give you the rights to those first episodes. They will release our own app. Yeah, okay. Do you know how to... The footy yarn goes backwards, you know? Sort of historic stuff. <laughs> yeah. Retro round. We're going to rewind, you know? Yeah. Nah, definitely. Have to bring that up in the AGM. Um, yeah. Matt, been an absolute pleasure, I guess. Yeah, thanks. Um, who knows how many more of these we have left? Um, probably roughly six. But also the AFLW season's coming up, so... Oh, oh, one thing I want... Can I, can I bring up one thing? Yep. I noticed the NRLW kicking off August 20th. Yeah. Do you reckon they followed suit of the AFLW? Do you reckon they followed each other? Who did it first? Where did it come from? What's going on? I don't know. Can't say I follow much NRL. Neither. Let alone the women's comp, let alone any other rugby comp. Yeah. Um, but I can tell you this. Watched three, no, half a game of State Origin once. Pretty boring. <laughs> I was pretty bored. <laughs> so, uh, no, there's a couple of different varieties of rugby. Yeah. Not sure the difference in them. Neither. Not sure I want to know the difference in them. Good call. Not sure how many times the difference will be explained to me and I sort of zone out halfway through. All yeah, I can same. say is don't think I'll be watching a game of rugby anytime soon, <laughs> especially if you pay me. Actually, one of the uh, – there's an AM and PM shift at work. One of the chicks in the AM shift play NRLW. Wow. Yep. That's unbelievable. Or some other different rugby. She plays for the Western Force, whichever, whichever they're in. Anyway, yep, that's been us. Everyone have a great time. Get your ice bubbles. Do your study. Tell your mother you love her.